Hello again. Now, the Queen's death will have produced a wave of emotions not overlooking the significance of the end of this one of several eras. Queen Elizabeth II oversaw in those 70 years at the helm. Never complain, never explain, as her mum used to say. Perhaps sums it up nicely. Her magic was just always here. For over 70, you might have a memory of her late father. But as that coffin was gathered by gravity, as it was lowered into the vault of the chapel in Windsor, some mystery remains, as perhaps it should. As they say, never actually meet your heroes. You might be disappointed. However, in the Queen's case, I sense this epithet doesn't apply. What happened on that day, a week last Thursday, though, within the beautiful Scottish Highlands at Melmoral, might be a medical discussion point at some future time. What actually happened to the Queen? Read the British Medical Journal every week, and virtually all, even the shortest obituaries, start with a cause of death. <laughs> medical staff thus have this unusual relationship with the demise of others. It's odd, isn't it? Reading Genesis 3, stroke 19, For dust thou art, and unto dust shalt thou return. That, to me, has a flavour of one of those Isaac Newton laws of physics. In other words, matter cannot be created nor destroyed. Ancient Greek suggestions, and Romans too, that medicine might heal some, relieve often, comfort always, lends weight to the notion that Mother Earth will always, at the end of the day, take her atoms back. We all perish. Having said that, medicine can, well, sometimes hinder, sometimes assist this process. In a rather lengthy medical career, unfortunately, of over 45 years now, I've seen the face of death so many times. I've so long ago lost count of all those I've had interactions with. However, all are the same. Yes, some I knew better than others, and some for much longer than others. But at that moment of passing... We're all on that same page. It's a moment like no other, and for some, often many, occasionally very few, it's just a memory everlasting. It's the sense sometimes that we have just lost that one particular fight versus any number of disorders, if we look at it from a purely medical perspective. But experience teaches us otherwise. We are not God. I sometimes offer comfort as we gaze at the person who seconds ago was by all measure alive. What will we wish for? How will we like our demise to be? Perhaps passing away on a sleep? Or in our own bed, surrounded by family and friends? Ideally, we have a choice, but so often we don't. It's often untimely, unthought of, or just hard fought against a long, tough time frame of therapies or distressing to witness, usually for others. As we have some tools, of course, at our disposal, numerous things we can do, not least things like opiates or sedating medications, that often soothe any passing distress. Though you might look a bit peaky, <laughs> you actually feel fine, calm, sleepy, unafraid. Doctors legally have to complete death certificates. Sort out of relevant forms that allows to arrange a cremation. 
There are all kinds of rules and regulations pertaining to these things, but with interventions and queries if necessary from sources as far apart as the government registry, the coroner's office, or the medical referee for Douglas Corporation, who are involved in the cremation process. Just as the Queen, as others before her, was lowered into the vault at the graveside, the coffin is lowered too. I still recall on burying my mother, who was joining my father so many years ago. I was only in my mid-twenties. Bereft of things to say in that moment, I uttered something along the lines of, gosh, that looks deep to the undertaker, as I viewed that seemingly vast void below me. Oh yes, he chipped in. Dug for three. Two in, one to go. Hmm. Nowadays, we Westerners no longer perish routinely from infectious diseases. A few generations ago, in the Queen's lifespan, graveyards were routinely heavy with untimely endings. Young children, infants, babies, even young mothers, measles, purple sepsis after or even during childbirth itself, flu, diphtheria, whooping cough, malnutrition, and our old friend TB, even dysentery or cholera. Nowadays, under thighs, under 35s who decease, tend to be victims of an accident or sadly suicide. Since 2001, death rates from heart disease and stroke have halved for both men and women. Meantime, we've seen a 60% increase in dementia deaths in men and a doubling in women. Two-thirds of all deaths now occurring in those aged over 75. Cancers account for about 30% of male deaths and about 25% of female deaths. Two-thirds of us can expect to now live past 80 and nearly a third past 90. Although the COVID pandemic did dent longevity stats, reducing male longevity in the UK to under 79 and women to just under 83. Our 15 minutes of fame, though, per Andy Warhol's memorable utterings still might prove elusive. So... As we leave our queen to rest, her work done, and some work it was. Perhaps consider the lines of that tune from years ago. Enjoy yourself. It's later than you think. Till next week.